Welcome back to another edition of It's Raining Mets. Meteorologist Steve Knight with you here. And wow, what a wild and eventful weather week it has been. Once again, we have been dealing with a very strong storm that has been moving from west to east across the country and basically just wreaking havoc as it's been moving across the country with not only strong gusty winds, uh, snow, uh, blizzard-like conditions, Arctic temperatures that have just been plummeting over the last several days. I've talked to several people, whether it's in person or uh, on social media, that uh, unfortunately they basically had their travel plans just uh, ruined, torpedoed. Uh, I know uh, we've got people here at the station that have been trying to uh, get a flight at a BWI for the last several days. But the problem is they're supposed to go through Chicago and nobody can get through Chicago. Denver's a mess another major travel hub. And for us here in central PA, it was all about the snow Thursday morning. And that was interesting because it really all came down to location. I would say in general, most spots saw between one to three inches of a real heavy wet snow between 7 a.m. and give or take about 10 a.m. But it's interesting because there were areas along the Mason-Dixon line, York County, our own Joel D. Smith, our evening anchor here at CBS 21, he commutes in from Lancaster County. Uh, he came in yesterday uh, morning and actually came up to me and said, hey, you know, I got to tell you, you know, I was uh, through Lancaster. I was in downtown Lancaster, maybe just a little bit of a coating, but bottom line is not much in terms of actual snowfall. And he said that on his journey up 283 toward Harrisburg, it really wasn't until he got to like Mountjoy or E-Town that uh, all of a sudden, he, you know, okay, here we go. It's a different world in and around the uh, capital region because uh, they've got the snow and uh, the roads and certainly the back roads were pretty tricky. I know a lot of people had some tough times traveling yesterday, particularly if you were out uh, kind of during that peak travel time from about 730 until about 1030. It was not good travel around here. And then, of course, temperatures warmed up. And uh, eventually, all of the precipitation turned over to plain rain and a lot of rain. Got a good friend of mine that uh, lives in western Perry County, and he was showing me some pictures of uh, how high uh, the water is there. In fact, it was specifically, I believe he was referring to uh, Sherman's Creek, and he sent me a picture uh, that basically showed uh, a bridge that was underwater. So, look, there was some really heavy downpours overnight Thursday uh, into Friday and uh, still very wet. And now it's all about the Arctic front. And uh, we are seeing temperatures just absolutely plummet from west to east. It's been interesting to watch. The overnight high temperature in Lancaster was 57 degrees. It would not surprise me if the low temperature tonight in Lancaster is somewhere around zero. Wouldn't shock me at all. That's how dramatic of a drop-off it is. And we want to also talk about these wind chills because these are going to be very dangerous wind chills, not the kind you want to mess around with or really be out with for any extended period of time. Because if you are, uh, they can be dangerous. You really want to cover up the exposed skin. That's going to be the weather story here for your Friday evening into the day on Saturday. I know everybody's you know thinking about the, the holiday forecast, and with good reason. I do think that the winds will ease uh, through the day on your Saturday. So it'll be a bit better for us. Uh, as we get toward Christmas Eve, but we're not warming up all that much at all. So, you know, overnight Friday uh, into Saturday, we are talking about temperatures that are going to be dropping down into the single digits, overnight wind chills as low as minus 10 or minus 15. That's what you're going to be facing as you wake up on your Saturday morning. So winds will start to ease, but it's going to be a slow process uh, through the day on Saturday by Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening. 
Yeah, it'll still be breezy, but it won't be the really strong gusty winds that we will contend with, at least heading into the holiday weekend. In a breezy day for Christmas Day, uh, with a high temperature, likely somewhere in the mid-20s, mid to low 20s, depending on uh, where you're at. So the uh, record low high temperature for Christmas Day is, uh, that is, believe it or not, 7 degrees set back in 1983. So we're not going to break any records. I don't think we're going to break any records on Christmas Eve. Uh, the record on Christmas Eve is minus one. I don't think we're going to quite get there. Certainly the wind chills uh, will be low. Will be below minus one, but uh, in terms of actual temperature on the thermometer, I believe it or not, I do not think we're going to break any records, at least in terms of actual temperature. But you know, I'd have to go really dig back into the archives, and who knows, there may not even be any archived information in terms of wind chill or what it was like uh, during Christmas of 1983. Because uh, 1983, maybe some of you remember it. Um, I was in eighth grade, uh, so you know, it certainly sticks out a bit in, in that. Uh, you know, it was a time that I certainly can remember being in eighth grade, and it was an extremely cold Christmas. I mentioned that uh, Christmas Eve low, minus one, and then the max high temperature on Christmas Day was only seven, which is also a, a record low high for Christmas Day, and that happened uh, back in 1983. There is some good news in that this isn't one of those cold snaps that we're going to get into that we can sometimes do in January and February, uh, where... We actually, you know, have, you know, the cold snap that moves in. And I can remember probably about six or seven years ago, we had a stretch in January, very cold, uh, where we did not see the thermometer get up over 32 degrees for over two weeks. Uh, that was a big time major cold snap. I want to say that was around 2015, somewhere in there. So um, at any rate, uh, by Wednesday, I've got us getting up above the freezing mark. So it is going to be a long stretch. Don't get me wrong. But by the middle of next week, we're going to start to pull out of this. Uh, even by Tuesday, we're probably back to close to 32. Uh, but then by like Wednesday, up over 32. And uh, by the time we get to next weekend, as we're ringing in the new year, it definitely looks a bit more mild. In fact, heading into next weekend, I could easily see us getting into some high temperatures that are into the uh, the low 50s. So I do think it'll be much, much warmer as we ring in the new year than uh, as we uh, celebrate the Christmas holiday here over the course of this weekend. So we at least have that to look forward to, uh, some warmer temperatures. We're going to keep a watchful eye on uh, the Susquehanna here uh, over the weekend, because with this prolonged stretch, uh, we do think that uh, we could start to see some ice form on the river. Uh, that will probably happen over the weekend, if not into early next week, whether or not the river freezes over. I'm not sure that's going to happen just because of the, you know, the rapid flow of the river. It's got to get really cold for a long time for the river to completely freeze. But uh, I do think we'll probably see some ice chunks floating in the river heading into next week. What we want to avoid with those mild temperatures coming toward the end of next week is any kind of an ice jam situation where we you know, could uh, actually have some river damming going on uh, thanks to huge floating chunks of ice and, and you know temperatures that are warming into the low 50s. So hopefully that's not something uh, that we are going to encounter at least uh, heading into next week. But just to kind of summarize, uh, and then I'm going to get to a, a viewer question that we got about this weather pattern for the weekend. But just to kind of to summarize, 
and to sum up what we're looking at here over the course of the holiday weekend, obviously, as you're listening to this podcast, if it's Friday or into Saturday, you know we have got extremely strong gusty winds. We've got real concerns about power outages, everything that's wet out there, freezing and and uh, that type of thing. So have a plan in place in the event that you would lose power at your home. You don't want to be losing power, right? When it's this cold and have a safe plan in place. We've done several stories this week about safe ways to make sure your home stays heated and uh, safe ways if you do have to use uh, a space heater or something like that. Biggest takeaway really is do not use an extension cord with a space heater. Make sure it's plugged into a wall outlet. Obviously, you don't want to leave it unattended either. So just a couple of hints there. Uh, if you are leaving town, uh, set your thermostat. I know a lot of times you, you're tempted to save some money and but keep your thermostat. I think they're recommending at minimum, you know, 65, 66 degrees to keep your pipes from freezing here over the weekend as we deal with these super cold temperatures. Or maybe just leave a faucet dripping as well. That water flow will help keep your pipes from freezing. So a couple of things to uh, think about there if you are leaving your house and traveling uh, for the holidays. But uh, it is going to be very, very cold. The worst of the winds will continue Friday evening and into the first part of the day on Saturday and then ease up a little bit. As of right now, I've got the high temperature for Saturday at 18, Christmas Eve, probably bottoming out somewhere around 10, somewhere in that neighborhood, depending on where you're at. And then Christmas Day itself, still a little breezy, uh, but high temperatures will at least nudge into the 20s. So it won't be super cold for Christmas Day, but it's not going to exactly be ideal for outdoor plans either. And pretty quiet in the next week. Uh, it's still going to be cold in the next week. I've got us in the upper 20s on Monday. But it does look like a quiet stretch with high pressure and uh, some sunshine. So no major weather makers into early next week once we get rid of this wicked storm that's uh, moving through here uh, throughout your Friday and uh, brought us that snowfall yesterday. I uh, want to quickly address a really great uh, question we got from a viewer, and we just got this uh, this morning. So uh, Richard Tietel, uh asked this question. Can you guys explain the difference between an Arctic air mass, a polar vortex, and a bomb cyclone? They all seem to be the same thing, really cold air. Richard, great question, great email. And uh, folks, we always like to remind you, weather at cbs21.com. That is the email address if you have any questions that you would like to ask of us. Uh, once you do that, that email will go directly to myself, Tom, and Ed. We all see it. And uh, so the answer to the question, and it, they are very good questions, an Arctic air mass, it's simply an air mass with Arctic origin. The air mass will have to be in place today. Actually, it's got origins in Siberia or in and around the Arctic Circle. And although we refer to the air as Arctic to easily communicate like the magnitude of the cold moving into the region, we use the term Arctic as, you know, more of a, almost like a, a slang term, like at least in this case. Uh, when we talk about a polar vortex, that's a really strong area of upper level low pressure that consistently spins at the poles. So more on that here in just a second. I've got a reporter that's standing at my door that I think wants to ask me a question. So hang on, folks. I'll be with you in like five minutes. Okay, no worries. Well, then could I come back in like 10 minutes? I was gonna Better do yet. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, it's it's live podcasting. It's live TV. That was actually the lovely Elise person who was uh, coming back to ask me a weather question. So uh, <laughs> she was standing outside the door and I'm in here recording the podcast. And uh, I thought, you know what? 
I don't want her to have to stand outside my door. My door has windows, so I can see when people are approaching the weather office, and there's actually a window in the door. Uh, so she's like standing outside, kind of peeking in. So I didn't want her to have to stand outside very long. So she's going to conveniently come back in like 10 minutes and ask me a question. And I will look forward to that. Uh, so at any rate, polar vortex, strong area of upper level low pressure, spins at the poles, beneath the vortex, extremely cold air. Uh, when it's strong, it keeps much of the cold air confined like to the Arctic regions. When the polar vortex is weak due to the effects of the jet stream, pieces of it can be dislodged southward. So we actually see Arctic intrusions across the eastern U.S. when the vortex is weak, not strong. The term is often thrown around loosely, right? And really doesn't have a whole lot of meteorological significance. The bomb cyclone, that's another term, gets tossed around loosely, but it actually does have some meteorological significance. Bomb cyclone is a storm that has a 24 millibar pressure drop within 24 hours. This is not something new, although it's kind of a newer term. And, you know, people kind of attach it to uh, weather stories or they talk about it because it, it it's kind of theatrical, right? The bomb cyclone. It's a term that's been used for decades to describe rapidly intensifying storms. So Arctic air mass, polar vortex, bomb cyclone, they're all actually technically different things meteorologically, but it can all occur within the same event. And we're seeing that here over the course of this storm uh, that's moving in over the weekend. So hopefully that answered your question. It's kind of a neat little piece of uh, weather information there. And we hope you have a Merry Christmas. We appreciate you folks that love weather so much that you tune into our podcast here uh, at CBS 21. We'll get through this storm. Hunker down. Stay warm. Stay safe. Have a Merry Christmas. And uh, we'll be back at you next week. Hopefully, it'll be much calmer. And I know we'll be talking about some warmer temperatures. But uh, make it a great one, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of It's Raining Mets.